This is show for me and my bros. Attempting to our emotions is cool to be wonderful. No ego allowed. This is a place where the men go. And free our minds and blow the stress out the window. Hot topics, best tense, current events. Whatever is on your heart and your mind, if that makes sense. Speak about whatever, no judgment, shoot from the hip. Let it flow, just like water under a bridge. You get in my drift. A point of view from my lens, a historian glimpse. No feel to say what it is. I scripted. No need to watch what you said. If the truth hurt, bro therapy is the next. I said this is the bro therapy show. I said this is the bro therapy show. This is that uplift to me that had you low. This is that uplift to me that had you low. I said this is the bro therapy show. I said this is the bro therapy show. This is that uplift to me that had you low. This is that uplift to me that had you low. Yeah, episode 63, episode 63, not 62. This is the official first episode of 2024. Facts, no facts, cap, no cap. I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah, Tell me, tell me, tell me, Mr. Producer. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This is, I mean, unless you guys recorded a secret episode that I don't know about. Here we are, 2024. Great Dude. things. Yeah. A wise man recently told me that 2024 might be the year. Oh, no, it's definitely the year. I have some reasons for it being the year. Superstition, right? Some woo-woo I, shit. It, it, it's a recent discovery in my mental. And the recent discovery in my mental is that my whole life growing up, my whole life growing up, <laughs> that was the top of my pen. My favorite number, well, I think it can't because like Jeff Gordon was my favorite race car driver. 24, baby. 24. And I just had like the thought the other day when I was sitting on New Year's with y'all. I'm like, oh shit, 24. Like it's going to be 2024. I'm like, it's my favorite number. I'm like, it's got to be a sign. Like it's like my whole life has been like waiting for this year. Oh shit. The turning point, like some crazy, amazing shit's gonna happen this year. I'm manifesting that shit. I'm big a, head nods. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I can't wait to watch it happen, bro. Watch it. Yeah. You're a part of it. <laughs> You're living it. You're living it. I like it. I like it. Um, I got a. I got an announcement. Super excited. So our intro music, our dope fire ass intro music. Super fire. Done by Loco Suave. Mm. Two or three nights ago, this song we did the music video to, um, complicated, too complicated. Officially on Spotify. Huge. So what? It's all. It's on Spotify now. It's available on Spotify. I think it's on iTunes also. Yeah. Yeah. So which one do we rep? All right. Well, here's the thing. I assume that all of our listeners following us on social media, and if they're following me on social media, then they've probably seen the music video that I did. It was the Spotify f- gang correction. The music video we did. Oh shit. And. Uh, it was our 
I believe I can speak for both of us. It was our first official music video. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I'm sure everybody's seen that shit. That being said, to all our listeners, that song is officially on most of the streaming platforms. Spotify, iTunes. You can go like, follow, download, throw it on a playlist, support local artists, represent our community, spread the love, facts, build it up. Facts, facts, facts. Hell yeah. And if you think the song is fire, if you think the song is fire, please share the song or share the music video that we've released for the song. Honestly, yeah. I feel like way more people should um be a part of the be a part of uh getting their community somewhere. Um it doesn't take a lot to uh I don't know, if you fuck with it, just fuck with it. Share it around. Hell yeah. Yo, um Break down the outro music, though. What you mean? We got new outro music coming our way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a new outro music on this episode. So when you get to the end of this episode, you will be hearing the new outro music. Um, but I don't know. We sat we sat here like mm, a little bit before Christmas. It was like November, sometime around like uh, prior to Friendsgiving, and uh, we got we got done recording. Uh, one of the bro therapy episodes, probably like episode fifty nine or something. Um, and I know somebody who makes beats, and he goes by Ivaris. And we were sitting here, and I kind of just like ran through his a lot of his public catalog. Um, we were kind of just trying to figure out a beat for outro. Um. And so we kind of just ran through all the different beats and there was one that clearly like stood out and spoke to us and like what we do on the show. So you guys will be hearing that at the end of the episode tonight. It just kind of, you know, sometimes you just have those moments. You're like, you will, you'll get this more as, cause me and you both do photography where it's like, you see the shot and you're like, that's the shot. And it's kind of the same way with like finding the right music for a particular project. Like you hear something, you're like, that's it. Like, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. So we're super stoked to uh, let you guys in on it tonight. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And if you're looking for either of the people mentioned just now, they will be in the credits in the Spotify description. You can go check them out on your own. You have any notes for tonight, sir? No, I don't have any notes. But let I have me... some notes. All right, all right, before we get to that, before we get to that, some crazy notes. Let me tell you how my ADHD, well, ADD, kicked my fucking ass this week. All right. A homie of mine called me, right? And I had like 15 minutes left before like I was going to get out of work. <clears throat> So he calls me and I'm like, yo, bro, only got a few minutes left of work. When I get out of here, I'll call you back. He's like, all right, all right. I just remembered that shit tonight. That Mood. I, that Mood. I, that I never called him back, bro. And it was on some serious shit. And I felt so bad. I'm like, bro, I'm so sorry. Public apology. Bro. 
Lay it, lay it out for him. I know that like a lot of people probably think that it's an excuse, especially if they're on the receiving end of that like behavior. But yo, that that ADHD ADD shit when it comes to text messaging and everything, notifications are a lifesaver. They're like without no if I clear out a notification, because you can't always answer everything right away, right? Mm-hmm. That should never be an issue on how quick someone answers you. That mm-hmm. should never be an issue, right? Mm-mm. But you can't always answer everything right away. Or it's even fine that you don't want to answer everything right away, but within within reason. But if I clear out that notification... Because I can't like deal with that text right at the moment. That text is as good as gone as far as my mind is concerned. Yeah. And I have to leave the notifications there or I'll I'll never address it. Man, but sometimes, you know, you clear shit out by accident, you hit the clear all button by accident or whatever, and I'll be forgetting TikTok messages, Instagram, it's all from the same person, but because we send videos back and forth to each other. But my mom today, she's like, are you working? Which I have another note about that. Anyway, my mom <laughs> texts me today. I got like I got like 15 minutes left of work, right? Damn. <laughs> but some of the people texted you yeah. 15 minutes left of work. I got 15 minutes left of work, right? And she texted me because she wants to, I guess, have a phone conversation. And I'm like, uh, she asked if I was working or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I got like 15 minutes left. And she's like, all right, because I wanted to talk to you about this, this, and this. You think I called her? No. <laughs> I forgot all about Damn, I forgot all about my, my woman, man. I forgot all about her. Damn. But listen, part two to that. Part two to that, right? <laughs> I'm ready. Let me know if y'all's mom is like this. And fuck it. Even the listeners can fucking hit us up on Facebook. Tell us if your moms are like this. But I feel like subconsciously, it's my mom's goal to give me a panic attack. Because instead of just saying, instead of just shooting me one message, right? And says, hey, son, uh, I need to chat with you about some things. Give me a call this evening when you have time. Right? Sweet. Short to the point, right? No. She has to go, hey, hey, is your phone on? Yeah, question mark. Are you working? Yeah, question mark. And then silence. Like, what happened? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, I don't know. Is it serious? Is it not serious? Should I call you right now? Like, do I step aside from work? No. You just reminded me of a call. And plus, listen. Oh, you forgot? I'm it right now. She you forgot? She order something off Amazon. Damn. It's, and, a, it's a struggle, bro. It's it a struggle. Are work, either of yeah. you... What were you saying? And it was half an hour before work. It's oh, exactly like how he kinda, like, The whole day. The whole day. But... Are either of you diagnosed? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, both. you guys fucking talk about this shit, and I'm not diagnosed. And every time you guys talk about it, I feel like you're describing me to a T. And every time I'm like, "Am I? Do I have ADHD?" Maybe. Get. You know what's crazy? I actually was missed. 
diagnosed. And it's just crazy because sometimes it all merges together or it becomes so similar that, I don't know. Also, a factor in it is like when I first got diagnosed, it was just, it was more of an emergency situation and people were just trying to like get the problem fixed. So trying Mm -hmm. to just quickly figure out what the fuck was going on. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of things not taken into account. So, um, I was, I had a mental crisis and then I was diagnosed with being bipolar. I was even on bipolar medicine, which kind of worked for me, but I only took them for a little bit because like, like I said, they kind of worked, but I was really depressed at the time. So they just made me not feel depressed and I really liked that. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's working. But then when I got into like some serious therapy and going through like all the evaluations and shit, like the doctors told me that um, a lot of times in those situations that I was in, um, I don't know how to say the word psychiatric. Uh, What's the doctor that does that shit? Psychiatric. Not psychologist, the other one, psych, psych, the psych word. Anywho, they always go to bipolar disorder. Psychiatric. Yeah, they always go to bipolar disorder first. Psychiatric, you said. Yeah. Okay. Um. And through like the therapy and evaluations, what they then diagnosed me with was. ADD with PTSD. And those two things together mimic bipolar Mm. disorder. Mm. And then a few years after that, I was having a talk with my mom and she reminded me that I was diagnosed with ADD as a kid. But yeah, man, you don't know till you go and you got to find a good doctor and you know what I mean? To help you figure it out. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm very of the camp, uh, at least this, at this stage of my life, I almost don't care to know. Um, mostly because I've done so much self, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Self love. Um, that I've kind of learned to live with a lot of my issues, quote unquote issues. I've learned to live with myself, not issues. I've learned to live with myself and how to navigate the situations that are presented internally. It's just sometimes it's hard. Yeah. Um. So it wouldn't even change anything for me to know. I maybe. Kinda, I feel like... I mean, yeah, maybe, but like for me at this point, like my personal opinion, um, I feel like I'm almost just better off not knowing. Maybe. I, don't, I don't want, I don't want tags. I just want to be, be me and without tags. Yeah. And if, if you're not living too unhealthy and you're not hurting too many people around you, that's cool. Cause I hope, like, I hope I'm not different strokes for different folks, man. We're all different people, different chemicals in some sense. So it everything's different for everyone man that's how i see it but if i had to give you any kind of challenge to that 
Okay. The only thing I would say is that there is some that even. That's not saying I won't go to therapy. I would like no, if I can I afford like, to go to therapy. I definitely want to want that experience. Um, there's like not just figuratively, but figure figuratively. Yeah, figuratively. Yeah. Okay, there. Yeah. Um, but you actually feel it emotionally too and mentally. But there's like this feeling of um liberation liberty and like identifying exactly what the issue is because like once you identify what the actual issue is you get handed a bag full of tools that you get to use for the rest of your life and having access to those tools and resources for yourself it's just it's it's liberating it's liberating that's all mm. talked about therapy I want to I want to say that I have listened to said podcast recently from our last episode about BetterHelp. Oops. And I can say that uh none of the podcasts I listen to is like a update or correction to what was previously said on the last episode. When they advertised BetterHelp, none of them said that the service was free. Oh, I think yeah. I might have noticed that too. I, I was gonna fact check you on that, but, but was it ever said at one point? Because was was there a scandal about that, or was there a controversy about that at one point a while ago, like some years ago? I don't know. They've been advertising it for a long time. I need to jump back to the thing I was just talking about real quick because right. this is yep. super important. Because just pot, I would suspect that a lot of people probably have can relate to this feeling, right? And I'm going to try my best to, to to explain it. And I don't know how well I'm going to do. But I'm going to try my best. So, like, a big part of my childhood, I was undiagnosed. And there was this feeling that I had as a kid where, for lack of better descriptions, like, I'm going to use certain words, but... I was living in this normal world, but for some reason, no matter how bad I wanted to be and no matter how hard I tried, I just couldn't consistently be normal. And I felt that way because I thought that I was a normal person in a normal world, but for whatever reason, I couldn't keep my shit together long enough to like be consistently normal. And so a lot of people around me, like adults and family and shit like that, a lot of people around me and then even myself just began to believe that I was just a bad kid. And like, Knowing what I know now, if I knew that I wasn't a normal kid, then I would have known that I didn't have to try to live in this normal world. Half the battle of my childhood would have been gone for everybody. That's all. 
I don't even know what anyone could say off of that, but I, I you don't have to say I, anything. I, I like I want to say something, but then I almost feel like me saying anything off of that just uh, steps on what you said. No, but I don't want to step on what you said. No, no, you can say anything. It's all good. Um, you, I, f- I you, feel like my personal resolution for that, you're not asking for it. But like this is a podcast, so we see what we give the so we give those. Can you at least my, relate to the part of like trying like Oh yeah, no, no, I understand what okay. you're saying. Yeah. Um, except it for me it wasn't um bad kid. There was my I had a com well, I had a whole different situation going on growing up. Um yeah, I just had a whole. It probably manifested manifested in different things, and I'm curious of what it was in your life. For me, just my resolution for all of this. Um, damn, it's really hard to pinpoint like particular moments. Um, I really think like a big shifting point in my life. I probably, I think this might have been like one of the times where I almost died, um, like self-induced. And I was in Europe, it was after high school, and I wasn't on talking terms with my dad anymore. And my dad dad was trying to recover from alcoholism, and he was like sending me emails and stuff. And I, I always feel bad about it, looking back, because I was being so stubborn. But like also, he kinda, there's just a lot to it. Um, but we would send stuff like, I ate an orange today. Uh, it reminded me of like when we used to live in Florida and like you would pick the oranges off our orange tree, stuff like that. Um, he said that to you or you yeah, to like him? On the, in, in the email, like you would send me emails like that. Yeah. Um, because I wasn't on talking terms with him anymore because of his alcoholism. Okay. Um, but I had like this experience that only I can describe as like a near death experience, which was a self induced situation while I was ironically trying to drink away my own. Like I was drinking so much that I had lost like 70 pounds in like three months because I wasn't eating and I was only drinking alcohol. Um, and I was like down to like, from like one, one ninety, one eighty to like one ten, one twenty, and I just like completely blacked out after taking some things, and also having drunk a lot that night, and was like out cold on the bathroom floor, and it was like cold, cold. Like I distinctly, I I wrote a poem about this and like some other experiences I had in life and like put it all into one poem. But I distinctly remember like the cold, like it felt like you were naked in the snow and uh, everything was black. And then I slowly came back through like, I think it was like six hours later or something. Um, Probably just passed out, passed out, you know, like sleepy time. Um, But I remember blacking out because kind of just slowly lost all feeling in my body and collapsed. 
And then like I, I woke up because my grandma was calling my name. I had like closed the door and she was like the light was on. So she was calling my name from the from the walk in area and the bathroom's like right there when you walk in. And her voice woke me up. And I remember like slowly getting feeling in the rest of my body, like when I heard her voice. And all the cold kind of like washed away. And it was just like, I was like slowly starting to bathe in the rays of the sun. Um, and it's like, I think that was a pivotal point in my life where after that point, for whatever reason, I really started to try to make a shift in my outlook and approach to life. Um, because that point ultimately led me to later forgive my father and start this like second chapter in my life where I started moving forward with new endeavors and forgiveness and love and um, swallowing a lot of the spite, uh, letting go of all that, um, the past, uh, letting that hold like some kind of weight over you. Uh, but in regards to feeling like my life would have been different when I was younger, if I knew a certain way or this or that, um, in general, for me, my life improved exponentially at every point and turn in my life where I just accepted myself for who I was, regardless of what people thought, or if I was weird, or different, or who I am, or how I act, or what I like, and I just expressed myself how I wanted to express myself. That, for me, was the best medicine. And in accepting myself was the most freeing for me. Um, because I let everyone's expectation go of me and what they wanted from me or thought I could be or how they would like me to be go. And I would just be me. Yeah. And that was liberating. That <clears throat> made me feel the best. That's beautiful. And... I know that's genuine because um, that's who you are today. I got I always talk and Thank talk me. about it and bring it up. I have a clip of you, like second episode, third episode, and behind the scenes clip. You're beating on the table. You're like, I'm unapologetically authentic, always. But <clears throat> let me give you an example of what happened that made people believe I was a bad kid, and then. I started believing that about myself. So like as a child, I was very impulsive and sometimes like extremely unhealthy um, ways. I was just super impulsive as a kid. Right. And like no matter, I didn't know it was called impulsiveness. I didn't know that was a thing. Right. In my little kid mind, I thought that 
I honestly didn't have the mental power to stop myself from doing bad things, in quotes, a.k.a. impulsiveness. And people around me, like your mom or your dad, would be like, why can't you just, right? So that, like, validates that feeling. But, like, as an... Go ahead. No, no, you good. Go ahead. Would you get, like... I can imagine you would get very frustrated with yourself when they would say things like that. Like, would you ever like question yourself? Like, yeah, why can't I? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I started believing that I was just a bad kid. And like, no matter how hard I tried. You're making me just want to give you the biggest hug right now. (laughs) You can hug me in a minute. But like, no matter how hard I tried, I could not not do bad things. I would try with all my heart, but I could not not be impulsive but as an adult that's diagnosed like i have the knowledge to know okay i have impulsive behavior so i have to do things to keep that in check and keep that balance to be healthy if i would have known that as a kid or my mom would have known that i was an impulsive kid because i was add then that could have been treated People wouldn't have believed that I was a bad kid. I wouldn't have believed I was a bad kid. And that wouldn't have set me on the course that I took. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean by, like, I was trying to live in this normal world because I thought I was a normal kid, but I wasn't normal. I was an impulsive kid. I just didn't know that. But I have a question for you. So, like, parting your acceptance of yourself, when you, like, really, damn, when you really started locking into your personality, like, who you were becoming, right, which parent gave you the most resistance? Because I imagine your mom was probably pretty embracive to whoever you were at any point. That's, that's my assumption. But yeah, I was wondering that which one, which one gave you the most resistance and do you know why? Um, I, I feel like it's evenly distributed. I felt like an outcast in my own home. I felt like the things that I, I liked or wanted to do with my future um neither of my parents supported um so i tried the college route i went overseas like i i once i got done high school i tried to go to college like m- my mom's brother had a job lined up for me like in his with his job and i just realized it killed everything i loved about those things like doing it for work in that way oh and yeah, i couldn't bro. i couldn't express yeah, myself anymore and it's so suffocating bro and and then i i dropped out and then i felt like a failure and i was letting everybody down and that i was isolated because i had no friends and i was in a different country and i mean there's just a lot um ultimately like me coming back to the united states even after all that was because my dad wanted to uh restart a 
one of his, he had a business in Florida, a boat repair company. Um, well, boat repair company, but he's a general mechanic, so he could work on anything. Um, and he wanted to start a new business in New Jersey, repairing old cars. So like, that was the option that was left for me after everything. And since I failed at everything else, and decide well, failed and decided to fail simultaneously. Uh, I probably could have pushed through the school, but I know it would have killed me inside doing it. Um, and I wouldn't be the artist expressing myself in the way I do today. And maybe it's um, whatever the fight P word is to call myself an artist. But I mean, whatever. Um, what P word? Pretentious? Pretentious, yeah. Well, it was exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. Oh shit. Um God damn. But uh it's hard because like they they both gave me resistance, but um it was different kinds of resistance. Like I feel like my mom gave me resistance because she saw no future in the career that I was pursuing at the time outside of the college stuff. And she genuinely thought it was going to lead to nothing. And to this day, she still genuinely believes like that's not a career. Um, I mean, she's maybe she might have shifted her views a lot since then, maybe. Um, and my dad's resistance was more so based in not understanding and would instead try to instill practical uh, life skills and force me to do like manual labor with him because yeah. it's like practical things. Like these are, he's like, these are things, you know, he grew up doing that just had to get done anyways. Yeah. And he would continue I have a question doing about those things that. and bring me with him and make me come do back those to things with him. I, that, that's all I have to say. So like, it's, I don't think there's any particular person between the two that gave me the most resistance. Yeah. But, um, when my dad was dying, there was a time I showed him my computer and was explaining how I put all the pieces together to build it. And that was the, there was that time. There was two times actually. But in that moment, like I could see the, like something clicked for him in his head. Cause like, he's like, He's like, wait, you build this? I'm like, yeah, it's easy. He's like, you just like put all the pieces together and now you can use this computer. I'm like, yeah. And like, you could like see it. Like, I don't know how else to describe it, but you could see it in his eyes. Like this guy who was so detached from technology, like old lifestyle, older generation, graduated high school in the 70s, like, you know, disconnected from this stuff. Like something clicked for him and he was like, holy shit. He's like, that's so cool. 
He was proud of you. Yeah, he was proud of me. It was like the first time I like really, there's like that time. And then I think I said it on here before we talked about proudest moments or reliving moments. Uh, yeah. Like building and flying a kite with my dad when I was a kid. That was another one. But um, I was talking to him about a potential job opportunity with an organization um, that was aligned with Red Bull at the time. And he was sitting outside. Really, he was like working on a friend's Jeep. And he just kept telling me about how shit Jeeps are. <laughs> He's like, they always fall apart. The, everything is made to fucking fall apart. They're fucking like Lego cars. They're garbage. Um, uh, and I was asking for him for advice on what to do. And I was like explaining the situation. And this is after the computer fact. Um, this is still while he's dying. Like there was a long period while he was dying, like over the course of the year, I say long period, like a few months where he was trying to maintain being active. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's like, he told me something that for some reason I now hear people telling other people they need to not think this way because it's anti-capitalism but he said uh just don't let anybody take advantage of you he's like you need to know your worth and what you bring to the table and if you think that you bring something to the table you need to stand on that so like those were two moments where i felt like he kind of was more accepting of the things I was trying to do than my mother was. But my mom oftentimes would work much longer than he did um, because he would go in earlier than her and she would go in later, but work later. The only caveat was my dad would be on call since he worked for a tugboat company. Mm. So like, he would be at home and like he would get a call at like 2 a.m. and have to go all the way down to Wilmington oh, to shit. go out on the river with the tugboat to get boats out. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn. So different kinds of resistance, both sides. Yeah. I had a question, right? Cause you said something and it, it, it triggered something in my mind <clears throat> that I put my kids through. But um, uh, you said like your dad made you do like general labor with him. He for he forced you to do shit with him because he was trying to teach you practical skills and shit. How, being the adult you are now, how do you feel about that specifically? Looking back on it, I hate myself. Why do you hate yourself? No, I, go ahead, go ahead. Why do you hate yourself? No, what were you going to say? Well, I just want to know what you think about um, him forcing you to do those things. Um, but um, why do you hate yourself? One, I'm happy he did. Two, okay. I hate myself because I was always just trying to survive the situation. Like, I would bear through it mm -hmm. um, and not try to retain any of the information. 
like if it all felt like a chore for me because it was an everyday thing mm. so like even amongst my friend groups and like my online friend groups yeah like i was known as like a lumberjack oh or, shit. like shit like that like yeah or it's just like because i was always outside doing manual labor and that was very opposite to the kind of stuff that i was doing on my computer um and i was very interested in the things that i was doing on my computer so whenever i was outside working with him and he was trying to teach me stuff all i was thinking about was the stuff that i wanted to do on the computer yeah um and i hate myself because he if i if younger me would have fucking paid attention more and tried to retain the information he was telling me i think i would have a lot of useful knowledge that I'm very upset I let slip away. Like it's a, a regret that when I say I hate myself, I'm gonna make myself cry. Um, it definitely comes from a very sentimental place in my heart and that it's something that's really hard to resolve because I looked up to my dad a lot and I do think he was a very skilled craftsman and it sucks that I let so much knowledge slip away. Like when people talk about the burning of the library of Alexandria, for me, it's younger me not retaining the information my dad was trying to instill in me. And I yeah. feel I feel like I dropped the ball. So it's it's just one of those things that as you get older, you kind of just have to learn to live with. And um, you have to try to tell yourself to um, not blame the younger you because you just don't know better. Yeah. And it, it's it's not your fault like lit in the literal sense it is your fault but hindsight 2020 and when you're young you don't have the life experience or situational awareness to understand the fleetingness of life and opportunity yeah for sure. And sometimes opportunities pass you by. Yeah. So you just kind of have to take them in stride and uh, pull meaningful lessons away from it. As you get older, you do your best to make sure you get the most from it and don't let things like that happen to you again. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um a lot of that is kind of relatable in the sense of like um my dad was a mechanic automobile. Mhm. And same thing, just did not take the time to retain the knowledge. Could have been that could have been a career, right? Mhm. Yeah, could have been a whole career, but yeah, what do you do now? You know what I mean? Like, 
and what's crazy is right I, I think about this too because when i think of my kids like i always bust their chops like i'm always like trying to warn them about the hardships that adulthood is going to bring them mm-hmm. and like trying to motivate them and encourage them to do certain things mm-hmm. And I remember people in my life, like big dogs, trying to do that to me. And like, mm-hmm. you just think that you got it all figured out, man. <laughs> you got it all figured out. And that's what, and part. That's part of the reason why you shouldn't blame the younger you. Yeah, yeah. It's all part of the the journey, dog. Because you just don't know better. Yeah, but I had asked you that about how you felt about the general laborship because. I, not to go into too much detail, but you know, we over here trying to build a family business and shit mm-hmm. and my children shit. We got a gig coming up, coming up this weekend, actually a couple of things we got to get done. But every weekend, if I wake up five thirty six in the morning, I start packing up. Mm. They wake up with me. Mm. I go out to them flea markets. I go out to them yard sales. They come with me. Dope. Every once in a while, I let them get away with dipping off to their cousins for the day or whatever to give them a little break because they are kids and the weekends are their time to have fun and be away from school and shit. But 75% of the time, they're out there with me. And I always wondered, like, are they going to hate me or thank me for it later because in my mind right this my my youngest daughter gives me the most shit (laughs) right that's my baby that's my baby but she she gives me the most shit and she complains and she bitches and i tell her every time i'm like look this is the way it is we work during the day we party at night we don't work during the day we don't party at night it's always going to be that way for you. And in my mind, I'm conditioning them to just accept it now and deal with it. And I know it sucks. It sucks so much. But later on, when they have to do it, mm-hmm. it's not going to be so hard for them because they've been out there since they were six years old fucking hustling and getting it in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I get some kind of validation from friends. Like my one friend told me, He's like, he has a teenage son. You can't get him to come out there for shit. And he's like, man, I really wish I did what you do. I should have just, I should have never gave him a choice. I should have made him just come out, come out here and just get it in with me. Cause now I can't like, well, maybe this is a good thing. Yeah. I, I never really had a choice either. It was, it was just like. It never even occurred in my brain that I had a choice. Like, see, that was the way it was for me as a kid too. When it came to my like, father, you're coming outside and yeah. we're gonna go. And I was like, I dragged my feet about it, but I'd be like, all right, like I guess I gotta go do this now for the next. Yeah. Like, it it would be like he'd get home around like two, three, and we'd be like three till sunset. I used to wait. I like I. <laughs> I used to wait for that sun to go down, man. Like it, it starts getting dark outside. It's like, I'd be like, oh, fucking finally. Like it's starting to get dark. Like 
they're like are we almost done like it's dark out like dinner's probably ready or some like if my mom had gotten home around like six or seven that day she'd probably make dinner and then we'd eat dinner around like eight or nine um and and until he got like the back shed and then he got a generator out in the back shed and set some lights up in there and then we were in there until like 10 o'clock at night because as soon as it got dark he just turned the generator on and flipped the lights on it and I'm like ah fuck like <laughs> he just added two more hours to this shit hell like, yeah damn um but yeah no i don't i don't think i ever i ever had a choice no 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 because i never had a choice because i got grounded that's something like my brother never like if I asked my brother, I think he was like grounded once, maybe. Um, but I got grounded all the time for like st- stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah. But getting grounded for stupid shit made me be like, uh, it sucked a lot. I'm, I'm not going to try to put a crazy good spin on it because honestly, it was like really oppressive. Um, but it definitely made the thing in my brain go, all right, you can't really say no. Yeah. Like, you just got to do what he says. Yeah. I, I tell my brother that shit all the time. Like, uh, this is like a very softened version of uh, what I learned when I was younger. But like, he'll argue with my mom. And I'm like, you just got to learn that even if you're right, you're wrong and just say, okay, and let it go because it doesn't matter. Like, even if you're right, it doesn't matter. You're going to sit here and argue. She's not going to give in. You're not going to give in. You're both going to be tired by the end of it and be mad at each other. Yeah. Like you just say, okay, and move on. Like, do you really need to be right so bad? Bro. I, I learned that shit young and it saved me so much trouble i was just like okay it amazes me the way the way my kids my kids talk to their mom now mind you to be fair to myself there's my kids have two separate households so i can't control what doesn't happen in my household period but and i'll be trying to tell them especially my oldest daughter like there's no good way to put it, and it just is what it is. But as a kid, literally, my dad would beat me the fuck up. Has beat me the fuck up as a kid. I definitely got my ass beat on level, uh, insane levels. And I'll be trying to tell her, yeah, bro, I'll be trying to tell her, like, it's insane to me. To me personally, it's just like as it blows my mind. Having experience like, like what? getting your ass beat as a kid. It's like I'm re I re when she does it, right? It like the PTSD, it triggers in me. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, I'm expecting yeah. the ass whooping to come yeah. around the corner. I'm yeah. like, whoa, chill the fuck out, kid. What are you doing, bro? Yeah. 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 That shit was not flying. So like the the fear was so deep that rebellion or not doing what the fuck we were told right away when he wanted us to do it wasn't it wasn't even a thought yeah like it just it was the law that's what was happening okay that's happening i guess that's what i'm doing today now yeah it feels bad man i wanted to do this other thing but i guess not i remember me and my siblings when we were kids 
and if we happen to be around other kids, other families and shit, and you would see other kids like cry and throw tantrums at parents and like act a fool. And we used to look at each other and look at them like, yo, what? Like that was, that was alien to us. That was foreign. From me, the oldest boy, second oldest kid, all the way down to the fucking baby. There was eight of us. Even the fucking baby knew to never throw, <laughs> throw a fuck. I swear to God, I'm laughing now. Jesus Christ, it's terrible. But even the baby fucking knew not to ever throw a tantrum. Not with <laughs> what? Not not with what? When dad says some shit, oh, that's shit. what the fuck it is. Period. Yeah, like, yep. that's so true, bro. I ain't even going. Nah. So true. Let's just move on. So yeah. true. Fucking crazy. That should be fucking jolting me when I hear Ali talk sometimes. I had I, I fucking I, w- I had actually something that we like went on a tangent on a tangent. There was yeah, like yeah. A, there was like something. But this has been a great episode. Yeah, there was like something two tangents ago that we were trying to get get towards because the original question was like resistance, and then you said um, rebellion, and then I don't know if I remember it anymore. I don't know. Unless you have more thoughts, we can just lighten it up. Cause Do you have a question? This was heavy ass episode. No, no, I don't have a question. Hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> Any goals for the show of the year? Goals? Yeah, what would you like done? Consistency. Consistency. I young like Phillips been Young Phillips been saying that word to me too lately. I I brought that's. Listen, consistency has been my podcast mantra from the beginning, and you can you can attest to that. I can. That the most important thing in podcasting is consistency. Um, I don't fucking listen for me. And yeah, I was by the way. I was working out, listening to that fucking episode you two did, and and uh and Jazzy, and I was. Not throwing up my hands, but I was trying to do my crunches and laughing. So I had to stop because you're like twins probably being like, yeah, I say that all the time over on the Ace Ford podcast. Yeah. Um, Spotify exclusive, by the way. Go on. Yeah. Uh, It's just funny. Yeah. In regards to numbers, I'm whatever. Like as long as you're doing what you're doing, that's the most doing what you enjoy doing that is the most important part because one you're yourself two you're enjoying what you're doing so it's never going to really feel like a true labor and then three um if you really want to bring quote unquote numbers into it it's like none of the podcasts that you name off the top of your head None of them were popular podcasts until like hundreds, like or a hundred plus episodes. Yeah, like they were hole in the wall, budget mm-hmm. ass podcasts. Yeah, and consistency in general is important, but consistency across your life is important. Like, I I talk a lot about like uh, I do incremental progress. Where like I'll just work a little bit on something or a project or something 
every time I just have a tiny bit of energy. And then you get that compounding effect over time where, you know, one one day you're down the road and you're like, at least you're a uh, hundred steps down the road now. Like if you just didn't do anything at all this whole time because you didn't have enough time to do it. You'd still be at step zero. Mm -hmm. Working out the same way. Consistency. Working out is never easy. Working out fucking is every time you're ready to go do it. Like I'm part of me is excited to go work out. Part of me hates that I'm about to go work out. Yeah. Yeah. But the consistency, at least for myself, holds yourself accountable. Yeah. Because you don't want to like let yourself down because the day you miss like I work out every day, multiple some days, multiple times a day. Um, when I don't, which is rare, I think I've only not worked out like two days over the last like five months. Um, I get really mad at myself, like crazy mad at myself. So the consistency almost drives me to continue doing it like every day. I'd be like, I'm not going to fucking ruin my streak, my little snap streak of working out. You know uh, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You Yo, just you do it just to keep it going. Consistency would probably be my fucking answer too, honestly, but more so with the energy rather than the episodes. This energy that's been happening, it just stays consistent. That's the consistency I want. But speaking of consistency, he moved his mic again. <clears throat> how uh, you need to consistently not move your mic. How how he loves um, doing that. He loves yoinking you guys. What the uh? What the uh? Pause. <laughs> Hard pause. Um, <clears throat> Ace's yanking service. This motherfucker's about to fall out the stool. Dude, oh, listen, it finally broke. Listen, yeah, listen, man. It's it's not episode sixty nine yet. You can keep that yanking service in the lost, tuck. Dude, I lost. <laughs> I lost the chair from that. Damn. 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 Philly broke the chair. That's all right. Yeah, I broke the chair. Let me yoink this. Anyways. Okay. What the fuck has been up with you, young Philip? How have you been? What's new with you? You're fucking doing your thing on the birth therapy show. You took over. You fucking said, I'm going to make this shit happen. I don't know what the fuck this sad motherfucker Ace is talking about, but bro, therapy continues on. Mm. What the fuck's been up, bro? Sorry, I had to walk around. Uh, I literally, like, it literally did, like, flip sideways. For a second. He's so hyper focused on the chair, dude. He <laughs> can't focus on. He doesn't even know what super, question you just dude, asked. Yeah. I'm super apologetic about this chair right now. Anyways, uh, hey, why, look, why just focus? just be happy that the bar thing didn't come through and go up your ass. Be happy. Ooh, shit. No. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good one, actually. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds awful. That sounded awful. Yeah, but there's like some YouTube videos or shit like that happening. YouTube videos. People setting up fake bikes with like the seat that intentionally slips through so the metal pole yeah. goes up their ass yeah. and then they leave it out for people to steal and then yeah. people steal it and go to sit on it and then it spikes them in their ass. Yeah, they're funny. Back to your question. It's uh, like Instacarma. Yeah, facts. I'm going to tell you what's been bothering me is my audio has been struggling because of this Bluetooth. So that's why I've been, you know, kind of jumpy right now. 
but in general, for what? What'd you ask? Like my energy for the year or my energy? Right Yo. Now? Well, actually, you <laughs> asked the question, but <laughs> yeah. originally you asked the question. I know and I did. He just redirected it back to you. But oh, you did. But you he he did? said, "What's up with you? You've been you've been popping off. You've been take you've been fucking. Oh, I've been jumping on the. You've been holding it the fuck down. Yo, I like how everyone grabbing sh- the reins." I like how everyone showed the fuck up tonight. Like, they really showed the fuck up with their A-game, but no one brought fucking headphones. Yeah, that's true. Well, I let, don't do that, because I was literally <laughs> at the house, and I said, "Is are the guest headphones occupied tonight, or do I need to bring my headphones? And you said, the guest headphones are unoccupied. You're so right. I didn't bring my headphones. I'm panicking, because like, it is like glitchy sometimes. But it's like it's my AirPods connected to the computer because I got the janky ass. Uh oh. But if you guys didn't complain about it, I'm assuming it's just me. It's just you. Yeah, it's just me, and I'm like, thank God, thank God. <laughs> uh oh. Anyway, so we tried two times so far to give you your fucking Not flowers. Really. You, Should you we try a third time or just <laughs> leave it the fuck alone? <laughs> no, you didn't really. What do you try. think, twin? <laughs> you didn't literally try. Can I tell you what you did try? Uh. I saw no, you. you gotta tell us what the fuck no. you, your plan is for this year. Like, what My is up with you? Is a birth therapy episode every other fucking week? Yeah. I like it. Hell yeah. Or week? I don't even care. You every other week? week. No, yeah, we're not doing see? weekly. Look at him. He's like, don't put more on me, dog. No, it's Shoot. not. It's not even that. It's like that is the formula that works. Listen, we tried once a week. Every other week is nice. It gives us time to live life, get a little bit more experience under our belt. It gives us, you know, a little bit more time to get amped up for the episodes and have more to talk about. You know, every other week also events happen. Things in the world happen. Every week is kind of fucking. Listen, man, the news tries to tell you news every single day and they talk about the same shit for like five days. Every other week is good. Yeah, plus we got the Ace Ford podcast. It's a winning formula. Oh, uh, true. Don't fuck with the that's formula. Uh, that's monthly, right? Yeah, we can You're do monthly. Go monthly. And you yeah, know how you monthly. came to that fucking formula every other week? Consistency. Because we fucking did podcasts all the time mm-hmm. on like a fixed schedule. And we tried every other week. And then we tried every week. Or no, I think we started every week. Every week. And we came to the realization through consistency did that... You- it's better to do it every other week. Was that pre-me, I guess? What did you try weekly? Yeah, that was back when we were still in the attic. Yeah, it, probably the first, the first 10 episodes was like a weekly thing. Yeah, because we nah, just had... No, nah, I think it was. We had at, so least the first, at least the first five, between five and 10, that, that was all weekly. Or what we tried we try to do weekly. Damn, you just made me think about like buffalo chicken... Fingers oh, from, from the bird, dog. Bro. Like, cause the attic and just like yeah. having it on the. Uh, that was such a vibe, bro. That was such a vibe. Yo, memories, consistency. Memories. We're all in consistency. I, I fucking rock with it. Twenty twenty four is the year of consistency. Well, speaking of consistency, I'm gonna bring up something that is inconsistent right now. All right. And cause like I, I want to go plug all my shit before the show wraps up, but like. Ain't, there hasn't been no activity on anything. Um, the Ace Ford photography is on a pause for personal reasons. Um, the store's still popping off. 
you can check out the thrift store on Facebook and on eBay. Um, other than that, right now it's just been, it's going to be bro therapy is going to have the most activity. Um, photography wise, I got some, uh, old film cameras. Hi. I actually want, I wanted to ask you about that because I want to play around with that with that one older digital camera. I just like the aesthetic, like of the photos, like the older style digital's. Sorry, with the red one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's no problem. I can, I can. You just gotta get memory card and batteries. I give it to you to uh, play with. But um, yeah, I got these film cameras, and me and my girlfriend. Uh, oh have, yeah. We have a whole. Wow. We have a whole. Are pro- they done yet? We still have to send those ones off, but they're just, they're just uh experimental photos if they're good enough we are we're going to put them in an album but they're just experimental we're like we need to learn how to get our lighting and our uh shutter speed and all that shit right i bet they're so fire dude so but that all goes to say we uh me and her have a project and you're getting so, me hype. You're so talking I, photography projects. And I'm just getting hype. I'm sorry. I'm dancing. stepping on you. I'm stepping on your shit, but I'm getting like. So as oh. far as the photography goes, um, there's uh, there's about to be some fire ass film photos coming out. Um, on Ace Ford Photography. Uh, Ace Ace Ford dot photos Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fire, dude. Um, this year, uh, like. I definitely am focusing. I'm going to try to focus more on the art of things. Um, I, I got my own uh, journey of letting go to embark on. So I'm going to be doing that. But as far as birth therapy goes, I'm down with the consistency. And uh, it seems like we're all down with the consistency. Letting go. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'll let that be ominous. <laughs> yeah, right on. Oh, shit. So let's keep the consistency up, guys. Oh, yeah. Anyway, all that shit that I just talked about a minute ago, you can find all that shit at Linktree slash Ace Ford. Um, the Birth Therapy Show. We're on Facebook. Uh, Did you say both sponsors? Is there two? There is two. There is two. I don't know why... That's such in question. There's two sponsors. Yeah. There's always been two sponsors since we started sponsorship. It's the plug, man. Our first sponsor is MRDC Bazaar LLC. Their online thrift store can be found on Facebook and on eBay. And our second sponsor. Can I tell you what I got the other day? What? Three cups. Three cups. From Coors Cups. Our second sponsor of the Bro Therapy Podcast. (laughs) That's fire, bro. What flavors did you get? I got red velvet. Ooh. Three red velvets, Christmas red velvets. Okay, yeah. so you got Fire. three cups. Yeah, and I ate them all. You thought I was coming out with the right here review? Damn, bro, I was. I could have tore up a red Next velvet time, cup. Maybe. Next time. Red what velvet, the fuck? Red velvet's one of my favorites. Like of a dessert, red velvet cake. I'll take red velvet cake over any cake. Listen, red velvet. Other is- than Estonian sandwich cake. Red velvet cake is awesome, but did this man really just say he bought three cups and right? didn't bring and us any? Yo, Let, I, no, no, I no. Shared. 
he 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 bought three cups. <laughs> he said he ate them all. <laughs> he let that simmer, right? Because that implies three cups, three guys. We yeah, review yeah, those cups yeah. on here. Yeah, three yeah. Cups. Listen, crazy, right? The same way. You know what? You fumbled the bag. And then he yeah, said, "Oh, whoa! I, I ate them all." I felt the same exact way when I heard, man, we were hanging out on New Year's over here, having a great time. Listen, man. Hey, I don't, I don't, hey. I, 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 I keep up, keep up the consistency in next New Whoa. Year's. It's going to, it's going to be all of us. Next New Year's is going to be all of us. Young Philip, you really ate all three cups? Uh, Young well, Philip, you're really upset about New Year's? <laughs> I got a couple of things I'm upset um, and. Um, what? <laughs> Wait, nah, dude. I, no, 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 no
<laughs> he said he didn't intend I wouldn't to know. bring you anything. <laughs> you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Can I tell you the other gripe? Because you said uh, what else I was frustrated at? Yeah, yeah. What's your gripe? It's such a joke frustration. But once you wrote written ADHD, you eyeballed me straight up like, oh, yeah, that's good shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you felt targeted. Yeah. Oh, he fucking wrote you, you on his hit list. <laughs> that was so funny. It was so funny to me because once uh, you go in Ace's phone and you <laughs> scroll through contacts and one of the contacts just says ADHD. You're like, who the fuck is this? You ring it up and he's yeah. like, yo. It's like Phil, Billy, <laughs> what the fuck? I, I thought it was so hilarious. I was having like my ADHD moment, and he wrote that right exactly in his notes after I had my moment. That's funny because I remember that exact moment actually. Oh shit! <laughs> Do you want to hear what's going what's going through my mind? Yeah, go ahead. When I was looking at you, yeah, I was just thinking, why does this motherfucker keep reading my journal? <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Self-conscious. Self He's like, as shit. That's all I read, though. <laughs> this nosy motherfucker. Yo, you were put great detail to that twenty twenty four after what he said. Like he was drawing into it. Like, yeah, he's you know this part of the manifestation process, right? Like, yeah, because what'd you tell me? Intent. What'd Wait, you what? tell me, bro? At what? the beginning, maybe it was still sound check when you said it, but would you I say I'm remember. not looking at the notes. It's 2024, what's, bro. What's I read? It's our year. It's what's our I year. Said? That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. What's so I, I read ADHD? I'm going to the bank and I'm cashing it in. Yeah, it's our year. All right, dog. I can't speak. Listen, say, man. Say less. Can't speak Listen, man. I'm listening. Listen, man. As, I'm far listening. As, as far as I'm concerned, it's been everybody else's year. Everyone's in like. As far as I can tell, great relationships. <laughs> like fucking your Facts. years. You already have your fucking years. <laughs> well, listen. If we're basing it on that, then like I'm, I've been lucky. I'm, um, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm very fucking, lucky. I'm, I'm loving it over here, dog. I'm very lucky for all the love that's in my life. Period. I found another. Yeah. You got another grape. Good gravy. Yeah, what? Yeah. What is insight, it now? Just another insight of what my ADHD. Uh, this man feels attacked right now. I'm sorry, young Philip. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. I suffer too, dog. I suffer yeah, too, suffer. bro. He's internalizing. No, once, I, once I read ADHD on that, I just stopped reading your notebook. I'm like, all right, he, he obviously targeted <laughs> But <laughs> he, he thought that because he kept looking at your notebook that you wrote something that would peeve him. Like, probably did. This is where he's like, fuck off, ADHD bitch. That's how he saw it. That's like, that's like fucking if Philip had black hair and you saw that he kept looking in your notebook and then you just wrote down black hair. Like, just to send him that. <laughs> yeah. Like, <to> send it. <laughs> it's like, I know you're looking in my notebook, buddy. <laughs> that's funny as shit. Young Philip, I literally opened the episode talking about an ADHD or ADD nah, episode nah. that I had this nope. week. No, I had to make it about myself. I'm kidding. Oh. Uh, no, another. <laughs> another. Another. Yo. <laughs> listen, the last nah. three gripe. Listen, the last three gripes. Yeah, no, no shit you made about yourself. You ate three red velvet cups. The last three gripes. Have all been the same gripe, just reworded. <laughs> Come on, tell yeah. me the next no. one, dog. No. <laughs> Wait, there's another one. Yeah, what's all the right. fourth gripe? One. There's the not fourth another gripe. gripe. There's. I'm ready. It was New Year's and ADHD. That's it. I didn't say the ADHD three times. Can I speak? I can I speak on the New Year's thing? 
Yeah, you say it one more time, and you know who shows up. Um, but it's, I, I was, um, <laughs> I was invited. I ain't got nothing to do with the guest list, dog. Oh, okay. All right, so guest list. I ain't got. What no- is this talking about? What are we talking about? <laughs> New Year's. Oh wait, that's your other grape. Yeah, he's sad that you didn't invite him. Phil. Oh, it was you. <laughs> yes, I, I, I invited Ace. Well, your mom di- did. Well, it was both because I said, "Don't try to steal your mom's shine, dog." No, no, no. Wrong, <laughs> wrong. Go because on. I went to her and was like, "Would you want to do?" Because originally my plan was for us to have Christmas together. Because yeah. I wanted us to have Christmas together, and. I'm sorry, dog. I was booed the fuck Bro, up. I, I was booed the fuck up for Christmas. And, and anyway, I don't even. I don't blame you for a second. Yo, I don't blame you for a second, bro. Because Wait. if I was in your situation, I would be too, bro. I understand. It's okay. But the point that I'm trying to make is that originally we were gonna do Christmas. We didn't do Christmas. I ran over dates with my mom. I said, yo, we should do something with Ace this year on the holidays because we don't have anyone to do anything over the holidays. So she was like, yeah, let's figure out a date. So then you know how that process went. Yeah. And then we ended up landing on New Year's. So we did New Year's. Um, she did the food arrangements because my ass is broke. <laughs> Listen. She did her fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Not only did she do her fucking thing, and this is in no way making young Philip feel better. Um, not only did she did. I don't her- give a fuck. He ate three red velvet fucking coarse cups. Not only did she d- do her fucking thing, bro. She left an impression on on me, my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know I said we should <clears throat> we should do Sorry. when we in, in our future we have a home. These are the kind of part we want to have these kind of parties too. Yeah, those are. I mean, she's like that's very Estonian, and she what? she basically felt the same way too. And as she probably said, I don't know who the fuck said it. So one of us said the shit. It's we very, it. it's very Estonian what we did. Um, for me, it's just what you do. Like, uh, I do like a very lesser version of that when I come over here sometimes, and I try yeah, to, basically right. But yeah, uh, she she definitely knows how to how to fucking set the shit up. Um, we used to do stuff like that more um well let's do it up dog yeah let's do it up we got a lot of holidays to celebrate fuck it yeah my 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 girl calls it uh she called it adult fun i was like i was in my head when she said that you told you told me that she said that and i was like were we boring bro why does everything have to be like when somebody says sabotage when i when somebody says adult fun like come on come on 
Like, okay. what do you think? Doing your taxes. Do I have to explain? I can explain. You don't have to explain because I had this conversation with my mom because she asked, what is adult fun? Uh, yeah. And I What'd was you like, say? What'd you say? I said, mom, the difference is, is everyone got to sit down, relax, just chill for a few hours and eat food and just have like a nice, chill, happy time. Had hard what? apple cider. What? When, when we when we get together outside of this house and we have a non-adult fun time, it's a lot of drinking and there's lo- there's music playing like loudly and everyone is like kind of kind of kind of going cuckoo. fucked up. Yeah, fucked up. But everyone's laughing and having a good time. Yeah, yeah, of course. Most most people. And my mom actually says, she says, I want to be around for one of those. She's like, I don't want to do any of it. I just want to watch you guys. She wants to come party with us? We'll throw a party she, for mom. She just, she just wants to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll throw a yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll throw one together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah. Would, yeah. You, would you feel uncomfortable being yourself? Like super yourself? Like drinking hard? Or no, she's seen, she's seen me uh, fucked up before. Um, yeah, no, I, that that sh- that shit doesn't bother. Listen, man, I that doesn't, bro. I'm fucking. Listen, you say that, right? You say that. Do you know? Do you know who I am? Like, I'm not afraid to be myself. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't need to. It's there's no like filter just because my mom's around. Oh, I I probably I know. Believe me, I meant like in your uncomfort. Like, you don't know. I'm not explaining well. He's just asking if you're going to be uncomfortable drinking around your mom. And the answer is no. Yeah. No. You, like hard drinking. Would you like be fucked up or like bring your girl around? Or- Bro, I, I fucking, I don't have a girl. First of all, like thanks for rubbing bring- it in, buddy. But, uh, you know, we just got done mentioning that like three times. But, you know, you can bring it up a fourth time. I understand you were attacked over the ADHD thing. But now you're trying to fucking make me feel bad shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Would I feel bad? No. Um. I. I've. Dude, my mom's seen me hung over. We've. I've been overseas with her, and I've gotten like super crazy shit faced. And I mean, she's seen me fucked up. She's seen me fucked up. She's seen me cross before. Um. She's. She's seen me all kinds of ways fucked up. Uh. His second question is, uh, at this party, will 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 he be invited this time? Okay. Is this a a a you know what? Go pa- crazy fun party? Pause. 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 Young Philip. Are you gonna bring red velvet case if we invite? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, let's commit to this right now. Hold on, pause. Young Philip, this is the this is like the second or third time you did this. On the history of your career on Bro Therapy. What's the first time? He'll bitch to us about not being invited to something or whatever. Uh Oh. And then then I'll say, I'll press the issue with it and try to insinuate an invitation for him. And then he goes, I'm good. Then he, he acts like, bro, don't fucking invite me, invite me to shit. That's his like attitude towards it. 
You know what it reminds me of? This is my favorite fucking show in the world. It's it's the seventy the seventies show, right? And towards the end, when Red gets his mechanic shop, towards the last few seasons, right? Um, he hires a few other people other than Eric, his son, to work at the mechanic shop with him, right? He hires uh, Hyde at one point, right? So Eric starts bitching and throwing a fit about it, and he's crying like a little bitch to his mom. And the mom goes and busts Red's chops about it. So Red feels bad, and he finally goes over and and offers employment to him. And Eric goes, no, no thanks. And, like, everyone's looking at him like, why the fuck did you just put us all through that if you didn't want the job anyway? And he goes, I just wanted to be invited to the dance. I didn't want to dance. It's a matter of principle. That's what you remind me of, bro. Good. Bruh. This motherfucker. He's getting up. It wasn't even... He's about to throw the stool at me. It's about to be WWE up in this bitch. Anyway, great episode, guys. Uh, I want one last thing. One last thing. Did we go over the 2023 rap podcasters with you? Rap podcasters? Yeah. Our episodes that popped off this year. Our episodes? Yeah. No. So our first thing right here. Get a little bit closer to your mic. Our first thing right here. No, don't get... I didn't say become sultry. I said get a little closer to your mic. All right. Our first thing right here, our top episode was episode 49, which was streamed 210% more than our average episode. Okay. All right, let me just go over. Oh, I forgot. This browser is optimized. Do you know the title of episode 49? That was uh, the one before we had the big, uh, so it was artificial artificial intelligence. All right. CRISPR and aliens. Okay. So that's that was a fire ass episode though. That was yo. The listeners are like, "Damn, twin was twins being an asshole." The way <laughs> the way I asked that, I'm sorry, Phil. You're fine. Episode right sixty three. Episode sixty three. Episode sixty three. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is there anything at all? We don't have to spend forever on it. Just a few minutes that when you cut all this shit that out, we could fill in. We can leave in here. No, something happy, something positive, something light, anything. I, was, I don't I was give going a fuck. Off the analytics over here, episode forty nine. Yeah, the artificial intelligence, CRISPR, and um, dope ass episode, bro. Ended up in the top ten most listened episodes of we, our show. Of our show ever. And that's that, saying a lot, bro. Because those first episodes. Yeah, the first eleven episodes are like. It's like a mixture between like it goes one, two, three, four, intro sample, fifteen randomly popped off. Fifteen, that was a fucking Five, zinger. Ten and then it goes forty nine. Mm. You kinda tell because that's when he started doing the three words. And forty eight is not too Shout far. out to Twin for that one. That was his that was his input. Hey. And then forty eight and forty three are not too far behind. So it was a good year. It was a good year. Cause- Shout out to Lex. Haha, <laughs> yeah, Le- yeah. Lex kind of gave me the inspo for that. You got to, you know, I give like a, a gr- grouping. You want to have like, uh, 
keywords. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You know, like I'll skim over the rap a little bit. Okay. All right. Limit. Uh, uh, imitation is flattering. Type shit. I know there's a whole saying. Well, that's why it, I give right? flowers. I said shout out. Right. Right. That's the beauty of pod. The world of podcasting. Like you should just really just look at it like art and you can just create whatever the fuck you want. Podcasting can come in so many different, different forms. audio forms and it doesn't take a genius to listen to our show and you could probably pick out all the individual podcasts that are our favorite podcasts because this podcast is just one big like soup bowl of pieces of all those podcasts together as far as ideas and formats yeah. go you know with, I mean? uh, with us mixed in and then doing our own little spin on everything yeah yeah definitely hit that shit young Philip. what's the rap 74 percent of our listeners discovered us last year damn yeah so 2023 was a big uh exposure year big year episode 39 chili season jordan peterson versus richard Dawkins and DMX really brought them in. Fifty percent of your new listeners started right there. You know I get fucking. You know I get emotional every time we talk about DMX. <laughs> it's always some shit when when we yeah. talk about DMX, bro. I wonder if we can uh, if we can beat that this year. Like if we can have a bigger percentage this year of our listeners come in. We like, could, bro. Gro- growth, growth. I'm curious. Um, I'm curious if uh, people that listen to our show, do you guys share us with people that you know? Like, I know for me and you, when we hear a good podcast and we like listen to. Can you tell us what genre we fell in? It's a couple pages um, back. Like, uh, there was three. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Lex and joe or what any podcast that we listen to we actually yeah. listen to more than them we oh, listen to yeah. like probably like seven or eight podcasts um all together and uh, if you add T- tina's in the mix now too me yeah. and her bro that's like that consumes so much of our life we fucking we're such nerds we got like we have podcast playlists <laughs> and like you know who she's a big i'm i'm sorry i'm gonna pat myself on the back i'm gonna take credit for this Mm. I I put her on the podcast. She says she listened to podcasts before. I yeah. th- I think she had some like relationship not like, ones not like this or mur- some murder case ones. I think maybe yeah, yeah, I forget yeah. what she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I put her on to the podcast world as we know it. Yeah. Right? Guess what her favorite show is? She's got two. She's got two that I'm going to say is her favorite because okay. of how much I, she I, listens to. I'm it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Wait, you want my so, answers? Yeah, yeah. Give me two. All right. Um, the Ace Ford podcast. And the bro therapy show. You know what? That's a solid. That's a solid move on that. I appreciate that. <laughs> that's a, that a solid move. Hell yeah! And you know, now that you say that, because she she low fucked, key might might be <laughs> because she's faithful as fuck and she's supportive as fuck. That's actually probably true. As far as I know, she doesn't miss it. Actually, I know she doesn't miss an episode because she's on the on the horn with me, like giving me her input, like on mm-hmm. the episode. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But uh, outside of of me, her favorite two podcasts. I don't know. No, no, nah, I'm re- I'm I have zero clue. Uh, Theo Vaughn, 
Of course. Just <laughs> this last weekend. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. That makes so much sense, actually. And Doctor Drew After Dark. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. That's cool I, though. That's cool. I don't I don't know. She would say those are her favorite, but I'm saying they they're her favorite based on that's the one she talks about the most. And every time I'm like, what are you listening to? It's like I'm listening. she's like running through the Dr. Drew after dark catalog. I ain't even mad, bro. Dr. Drew is the fucking man. Mm. I've been listening to Dr. Drew since Teen Mom days, bro. I've been mm. I've been loyal as fuck. That shit's fucking I would I would have loved to like got to experience the like the original love love line days. Like the early when he was still like a young guy and like first started doing like the radio station and shit. But anywho, anywho, yeah. I one of my favorite fucking you didn't ask, but fuck it. Uh do it. It, well, it, they don't do it anymore. Like yeah. they still do it, but it's not the same. Like yeah. And I used to talk about it in our earlier episodes. It's the Joe Budden podcast. Like oh. the OG Joe Budden podcast yeah, with Rory and Maul. Oh, well, that's not the OG OG people. OG OGs would be. But that's like middle phase podcast. I Bro, I love that show. That show was my shit. I might have to go back and re-listen to that shit. Listen. Because that'll run me through like, that'll run me through hip hop, R&B, nostalgia, baby. I'll be fucking like reliving moments like crazy bro i don't know i'm sorry i don't know why it is and ever since you told me that from the moment i met you that you fucked with that show i don't it's always made me cringe and i've you put me on to some shows Mm. definitely to lex friedman i never listened to lex before i met you ever i need it you need to remind me to send tina uh Oh, I'll send you or I'll send Tina. There is a Lex Friedman episode, and I know she likes poetry. So there's one episode where he talks with this AI chick. And oh, fucking, I'm, this is so terrible. I should, her name's Neil Oxman. She's not just an AI chick. Um, It's actually, sorry, Neary Oxman. And I literally have the episode right here because I listened send to it. it like three or four times um but i wanted to get her credentials right so i'm not just fucking saying some bullshit 49 49 49 fuck fuck me dude they talk about biology art sciences um science she actually has a company called oxman um they do like creative solutions and a lot a lot of fucking dope tech shit uh point is that episode is fucking so beautiful, dude. They they literally talk about like some of the craziest like shit, like r- just romanticist shit, and like they get into like Albert Einstein and I- Albert Einstein's letters to his daughter, and how like they talk about E equals M C squared, and like how I- Albert thinks uh, the hidden force of the universe might be love because like like gravity it attracts and how uh love is like light because it allows you to see see certain things in each other and it's just like this fucking whole fiesta of just like shit people who fuck with poetry like i mean you would fucking even love that shit man send it bro hell yeah what are you looking at young philip sorry i had to give her her actual dues because i I felt what like 
I felt sick once I said that. I was like, oh, no, nah, she's not just some AI chick. That's fine. Nah, up. respect, dog. The, um, respect. Genres you were asking, those are our listeners' genres or favorite genres. <coughs> oh, I. Yeah. All right. Uh, but the most shared episode was episode 45. Which one was that, dog? We present to you, Young Philip. We present to you, Young Philip. Most shared oh, episode. Oh, shit. When Young Philip jumped on board and oh, made shit, shit happen, bro. Oh, what was, shit. What was the first thing that happened? The first thing that happened was we were put on iHeartRadio. Oh, that was the shit. first thing that happened when Young Philip came on board. You know what the second thing that happened was? What? We were on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Mm. Oh, I just fucking bit into a mint. That sounded like it hurt, dog. Honestly. Yeah. Was that that was that loud? <laughs> Drum roll, please. We're number one podcast to thirty fans. Number one podcast for thirty fans. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Holy shit! <laughs> Wait, that's actually dope. Sixty nine percent joined you for the first time this year 69 nice 30 fans had us as our as their number one podcast that's fucking huge like that actually means so much to me yeah 30 people are that 30 people listen to us more than any other podcast that's dope right that makes me feel so good more coming i'm so happy more coming soon that's awesome it may, the reason it makes me happy is because I'm humbled and honored that, let's say, 27 other people listen to our podcast more than any other podcast. Like, they, they enjoy it that much. Yeah. Feels good. Thank you. Shout out to y'all. Hell yeah. New outro. Oh. And we get new outro music. Yo, this one's for you. Top 30. 2024 is our year. Oh, man. I'm praying on it, dog. I'm praying on it. It's going to be my year. I feel it in my soul. Well, like I said, I'll be happy to... To watch it happen, dog. I'll be cheering you I on, bro. I hope you're right there next to me, dog. I'll be cheering you on, dog. Let's go. That's my motherfucking twin. Hey. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Producers popping off. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, let's cut that out. Uh, they can hear it now. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Damn. That was a whole vibe too, bro. That was a whole vibe. Damn, how do we bounce back from that? What do you mean? Just listen to music. Uh, yeah. yeah. I killed it. He killed it. Yeah, he <laughs> definitely killed it. 2024! It's not our year! <laughs> what a great start. Oh, man. We need pro therapy about tech. Oh, I love yeah. it. 2024 is our year, man. I'm fucking stoked. New year? Uh, uh, uh. I'm here for it, dog. I'm here for it. Same bros, new therapy. Is that corny? You want to know? I, I have, listen, I have so much stuff planned just for myself this year. 
that no matter what, I'm just happy to have interesting things planned. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because it makes the future uncertain. And I know that that uncertainty is coming towards me. Good or bad, who knows? I'm just excited to experience it. Like, truly super excited yeah. to experience it. Like, I'm so happy to be here. You know what I mean? Hell Shout yeah. Out. Shout out to the sponsors. We made it another year, 2024. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Shouts out MRDC Bazaar. Facts. Chorus Cups. Chorus Cups. Hell Available yeah. on Facebook. Both of them. Facebook. Apple Podcasts. Pro Therapy Show. Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Google Podcasts. Podcast. iHeartRadio. It's for podcast. YouTube. Did I did I hear a YouTube? Oh shit. Is there a YouTube coming? Did he say YouTube? Oh, maybe. Maybe there'll be video format. Maybe. Hey you. Top 30. You hear that? Cause I know y'all listening right now. YouTube. YouTube. Not you porn. Oh gosh. <laughs> Love you, guys. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys. If you want to check out my content, you can check it out. Linktree slash Ace Ford. The Birth Therapy Show. You can get it there. You can check out my three-part series, The Lost Files, Spotify exclusive. Fire. I fucking love that one. The Ace Ford Podcast, another Spotify exclusive. Check out his photography, please. That shit is dope. Twenty twenty four.